It's the theme of our service. I am the light of the world. Those who follow me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life, which comes from John chapter 8, verse 12. Now, I want you to listen to something, and if you know what this tune is, put your hand up. So few, I find that hard to believe. Gillian, EastEnders, that's right. Now, believe it or not, we're going to learn this verse to that tune. All right, and I hope it will stick with you today and forever because Steve and I can't get it out of our heads. So, this is what we're going to do now. Can you move it to the next one for me, please? Next one. Oh dear. Oh, there we go. Right. So, I'm not a singer, but I'm going to try and demonstrate how this goes. Please don't laugh. I try not to make it rain, but we're fairly safe. There aren't any clouds in the sky today. So I wonder, Isaac, if we could start the tune and then you'll do it with me after this first time. Okay, here we go. I am the light of the world. Those who follow me shall not walk in darkness. They will have the light of life. John verse 12. John chapter 8, verse 12. Oh, well done. Right, now, the challenge. Do you want to try that once more before we move on? Okay, once more. Here we go. I am the light of the world. Those who follow me shall not walk in darkness. They will have the light of life. John 8 verse 12, John chapter 8 verse 12. Well done, right now. Next slide, please. It's Next slide. Any chance? No? Right, what we're going to do, can we blanket so that we can't see it? And you're just going to have to go straight from the top first time. Right, here we go. I, I was just gradually letting you into this, line by line, but you're going to have to go all the way while we try and solve the little issue that we have. Okay, thanks. Right, you ready? Thank you. Ready and I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness. I am the 
John Chester, John Chapter 8, verse 12. Okay, right, I think we might be able to... Nope. Oh, right, let's try it again now. Okay, thank you, Isaac. Here we go. I am the light of the world. Those who follow me shall not walk in darkness. They will have the light of life. John 8 verse 12. John chapter 8 verse 12. All right, now. Here we go again. Thank you. You see what I mean? I am the light of the world. Those who follow me shall not walk in darkness. They will have the light of life. John 8 verse 12. John You're going to be sick of it by the end. Here we go once more. And... I am the light of the world. Those who follow me shall not walk in darkness. They will have the light of life. John Peter, John Chapter. Right now. There was, but we're we're a bit stuck again now. Okay, so I think you've got the gist. We are going to come back to it. I'll warn you, we are going to come back now. If we could solve it, I really need it next. Not this bit, in a minute. Okay, so when Jesus said to the Jewish people around him, I am the light of the world. The rabbis and teachers, the rabbis were the really, in in Jesus' time, the the rabbis were the teachers of the Bible to the people. And they thought Jesus was claiming to be God when he said that. And the reason they thought that is because King David, in one of the Psalms, says, The Lord is my light and my salvation, who shall I fear? And we have that in Psalm 27. Now, interestingly, that's okay, just stop it at that for me. So the rabbis thought he was saying he would be God, but the people, the likes of you and me, not the likes of the Daves who were the teachers, but you and me, when they heard Jesus say that, what they reminded them about, the really important thing it reminded them about was that their ancestors, when they wandered around in the wilderness for 40 years, God used light to show them their way. And during that time, he used a pillar to show them the way in the desert. I want you to listen to this, but Mayana is going to come and read to us now. Okay, 
There you go. I'll hold it. Stand up there. You come and stand up there for me. There you go. The Lord was a girl. The Lord was going before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them along the way and by a pillar of fire by night to give them light so that they could travel by day and by night. He did not withdraw the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night from going before the people. Isaac, are you able just to move those slides on for me at all? Yeah, we've stopped. Okay. And what this is actually showing us, technology, don't you love it? Um, if I've got some illustrations there that show how Jesus, i.e. God, was leading the people through the desert um, by using a cloud and a pillar. There we go. So, if, could you go back one for me? There. So, in the girls and boys, in the daytime, because they're in the desert and there was nothing around, it was just a vast open space. God used there a cloud to lead them on their way. But then when it got dark at night, they couldn't really see. So what he did then was he showed them with a fire, a pillar of fire, as they walked through. Yeah, thank you. So what it really meant was that they could go day and night and be walking through the wilderness and know where they were going. Thank you. So he didn't withdraw, as Mayana said, he didn't withdraw the pillar by the day and by the night. Isn't that absolutely amazing, the way in which God was able to show them? You know, so when Jesus said, could you just go to a blank? That's lovely, thanks. So when Jesus said, I am the light of the world, those who follow me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life, people would have thought he was claiming to be God because they remembered this. They remembered way, way back in their history, the way Jesus guided them. Could you just imagine for a moment what it's like to be in the pitch black at night? Not only would it be scary, but there might be insects and creepy crawlies and awful kind of creatures coming up to you. So it was really, really important that God was able to show them the way. And he did that through the pillar and it kept them safe. But you know, when Jesus said this, he just doesn't mean he was going to keep us safe from creepy crawlies and horrible things like that, animals. It actually meant he'd come to lead us through a safe path in life. So as we travel on in life, Jesus is the light of the world and he will give us light and travel us through that. And ultimately, you know, he will lead us to heaven because he is the light of the world. 
And, you know, what really is important is that because Jesus is the light and following us through, he avoids us being separated from God and all the dangers that that would move. So, you know, if we follow Jesus, who is the light of the world, he leads us on this safe path through life. But I have the next one. It's a bit like having a lighthouse in the middle of the sea. Anyone tell me why we have a lighthouse in the sea? Yes, Jack. To guide both. And why do they need guiding? What do they protect them against? Do you know? The rocks, absolutely. So we've got a lighthouse, and it's there to make sure the boats don't go into it and that they keep safe. And that's what Jesus is like, a lighthouse to us. He's keeping us safe from the obstacles. Thank you, Stephanie. However, I'm going to blindfold you. Okay, so what I need you to do is sort out your two colours on your plates whilst blindfolded. I need you to sort your false and true statements out while you're blindfolded. And, Suzanne, yours as well whilst you're blindfolded. Right. I'll tell you when to start. Okay, could you do that one for me? Okay, and we're going to count you in, and you've got 30 seconds, and I'm relying on you not to peep under. You ready? Shall we count them on three? Three, two, one, go. So I want separate colours and sorting out what's true and what's false. Okay, you're running out of time. Five, four, three, two, one. Stop. Right. Now, take your blindfolds off. Now, what was going to be a really simple task, when you can't see, becomes a difficult one. So, for instance, which is your false and which is your truth? They're the truth. So let's have a look what the truths were. I love cream cakes. (laughs) I have beautiful hair. (laughs) (laughs) I live in China. Or I attend St. Stephen's Church in Preston. Right. And Suzanne. Oh dear, we've got a slight mixture of plain and milk on either plate and here as well. So 30 seconds is not going to be enough time when you can't see and you haven't got light. Thank you very much. If you'd like to take a seat. Oh, you might. Only for very well behaved, only for very, very well behaved children though. You're eight, well, a very well-behaved eight-year-old. Right, so, we all need to be able to see, don't we? We all need to be able to know where we're going, what we're doing, because as soon as darkness comes over, we struggle. Now, if you're in a pitch-black room, 
you can open your eyes as wide as possible and you're still not going to be able to see. So, could we have the next... Right, now. This lovely LED light, it would be brilliant in a dark room just to point out some obstacles to you, wouldn't it? It wouldn't fill the whole room, but it would help you. It would point out, and you could kind of go on the floor and try and see now. Let's have a look at the next one. Now, that one is going to be much, much brighter. We're going to be able to see more in the room than with the little LED light. But compared to the little torch, that big one is much, much brighter. But compare it to this. The sun. The torch, the LED, pales into insignificance when the sun comes up and we get day light. Yeah? Did you get the pun there? Day light. So the, we no longer need the torch. And one of the things we should never do is look at the sun when it's fully on, because it could have a detrimental effect. So please don't try that at home, folks. Don't look into it. But the sun illuminates the earth, and we call it daylight. It's the brightest thing on our solar system. Or is it? Actually, it isn't. The Bible says God is light. We've got descriptions in Acts and Revelation, and he says he can make sudden light pale into insignificance. Could we have the next one, please? Listen to this from Acts 26. While I was on my way, this is what was Saul who became Paul, I saw a light from heaven surpassing the brightness of the sun. It was shining all around me and those who were travelling with me. So in fact, God, Jesus, is brighter than the brightest sun. That is quite awesome. It is quite mind-blowing, to be honest with you. So the sun actually becomes a bit like that little LED light we had when compared to Jesus, who surpasses the brightness of the sun. And you know, if we choose to follow Jesus, we will never walk in darkness. Now, the moment you've been waiting for, guess what we're coming back to now? The memory verse. So I wonder if we could have... Right, now we don't need that. We got further than that, didn't we, last time? So let's jump to the next slide. There. Right, here we go, Isaac. I am the light of the world. He who follow me will not walk in darkness. They will have the light of life. John Rayfuster. Chapter 8, verse 12. Not bad. Oh. Here we go. Thank you. Here we go. 
Ascertained to a blank, but that's lovely. Thank you. Light is powerful. There are no two ways about it. You know, and when we walk close to Jesus, darkness disappears. And we can see where we're going. In fact, listen to this. In the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus says that when we belong to him, he helps us join him in also being lights of the world. Whoa. So not only is Jesus brighter than the sun, he is actually saying that when we belong to him, he helps us join him also being in lights of the world. You know, the way we live our lives brings God's light and truth to us. Wherever we are, wherever we go, whether it's here, Preston Town Centre, on the train going to London, on an aeroplane, wherever it is, his truth is with us and the way we live our lives. Do you know that on a clear night... One lamp on a hillside shows for 40 miles. I find that quite awesome. Just one single light. Now, we've got lots there. I couldn't find a picture with just one light. But one light, when there's nothing else to infect it, will shine for 40 miles. So the impact our lives can have on those we meet when we walk with Jesus can be equally mind-blowing. Have you thought about that? That you are, through Jesus, able to share his light, the light that is even greater than the sun that we rely on. I find that quite incredible. You know, darkness doesn't stand a chance. If you put one single light in a room, the darkness is gone, even in a small room. But because we are people of the light, who walk with Jesus, who is the light, we are able to be a light to those around us. So, you know, what we need to do 
We need to let our light shine through us in school, at home, in work, our town, our country and the world because we have the light of Jesus helping us. What we're going to do now, we're going to pray. And we're going to pray to Father God. And for that, we're going to use the world map. And we're going to focus on six different places in the world that desperately need God's light and truth. And I wonder, could we have the next one, please? We're going to start with praying for North Korea. So you can either keep your eyes open and look at North Korea or you can close your eyes. Here we go, North Korea. Dear Lord, thank you for the people of North Korea. Please bless that nation so, so that the poor are lifted up, the weapons of war abandoned, and that North and South Korea will be reunited. We ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now, next, we're going to pray for Iran. Thank you. Oh, sorry, that's your fault. Heavenly Father, thank you for the way you have used Iran, Persia, in Bible history. We pray now that you will keep that nation in the palm of your hand and make them an instrument of blessing and steer the hearts of its leaders so they do what is pleasing to you. Amen. Amen. We're now going to pray for Myanmar, which many of you may know as Burma. Father God, thank you for bringing Myanmar, Burma, to where it is today. Please bless that nation by helping the government to include and protect all the people within its borders in a way that pleases you. Amen. Amen. And then we're going on to Russia. Almighty God, thank you for the rich history of Russia. Please bless its people today with wise and fair government that serves the common good and promotes good relationship with other countries. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. And then we're going on to Israel. Dear Lord, We thank you for the land of Israel and the way you have used it in your purposes through history. Please steer that nation and its leaders in your ways and make it a force for good and for peace in the Middle East. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And finally, Pakistan. Dear Lord, thank you for all that is good in Pakistan. Please bless that nation by raising up men and women. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
And then let's just round those prayers together. Heavenly Father, we're gathering up these prayers and lift them all to God as a love offering at his throne. Heavenly Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen.